He's been seen on CNBC, the Fox News Channel, and the Fox Business Channel. His articles can be found on MarketWatch, Seeking Alpha, TheStreet.com, and many other places. He's the author of the weekly Best Stocks Now newsletter and the inventor of the Best Stocks Now app. He's president of Gunderson Capital Management. Here is professional money manager, Bill Gunderson. And welcome to the uh, Thursday, uh, the NVIDIA-infused edition of the Best Stocks Now show with professional money manager Bill Gunderson, president of Gunderson Capital Management. And I'm here with Barry Kite, our chartered financial analyst, and boom, goes the market to the uh, upside. The NASDAQ is up 363 points today at 15,944. It's running into that 16,000 area again. Uh, it's up 2.33%. We're having a monster day, our best day of the year so far, uh, because uh, our largest holding uh, is uh, NVIDIA, along with many other holdings uh, that we own, obviously. The Dow's up 333 to 38,945. We've got uh, the S&P up 78 points. Wow, that's a big move, 1.6%. S&P is at 5,059. I'm pretty sure that's a new all-time high for both the S&P 500 and the Dow. The small caps are up 84 basis points, lagging uh, their bigger counterparts. Crude oil is up uh, 6 cents to 77.97 to 2,035. The 10-year is sitting pretty steady here. Uh, it's down two basis points right now. The 10-year is at 4.31%. So welcome to today's Best Stocks Now show with professional money manager Bill Gunderson, president of Gunderson Capital Management. Uh, and I want to welcome Barry. Our show is now heard in Orlando, Florida, on yeah. the big news talker down there. All right, yeah, on Salem a... Radio, and uh, you know everything's <laughs> happening in Florida these days. It seems like. Yeah, as a Florida native, uh, happy to uh, happy to be on air down there. Yeah, uh, in, the, in another market, both Sarasota and uh, where we've been for many years. Uh, and now uh, in Orlando, in addition to other cities across the country. All got right, that I four corridor. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, okay. You know what? Yesterday was kind of a nervous day. We had, in fact, we we had down days in the market on Monday and Tuesday, as we saw sell off in mostly the chip stocks of all things. Of course, they've been the hottest area of the market so far this year. Uh, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of nervousness uh, as we approached these NVIDIA earnings. It seems to be the most important stock in the market these days. You know, over the years, that baton has been handed off uh, from uh, Apple. Uh, then I think the baton kind of went to Tesla, and then Tesla handed off the baton. And now it seems like NVIDIA is the one everybody's waiting for. And, of course, uh, you know, the market was pretty nervous yesterday. What if NVIDIA would have come up and missed earnings and missed sales? Uh, it would have been a disaster. I mean, it has a big, big influence on the overall market. 
Uh, but I gave you the statistics that over the last eight quarters, NVIDIA has beat their sales estimates, and they did it again. Okay, now you can say <laughs> nine quarters in a row. Uh, remember, they were looking for just over $20 billion, uh, in sales, uh, and instead they came in at, uh, let me get to my notes here, uh, NVIDIA came in with sales that far exceeded that. They came in at $22 billion. So they beat by $1.6 billion on sales. And I also reminded you that over the last six out of eight quarters, uh, NVIDIA has beat their earnings estimates. Uh, beat and they, raise. <laughs> yeah, and they beat quite handily, okay? They were expecting 453 somewhere in there. They came in at $5.16. Uh, and that happened about 15 minutes after the market closed yesterday. You know, I sent out a couple messages during the day. I said it could go either way. It could be a big disaster and the market sell off, uh, like we saw with uh, Palo Alto Networks on uh, Wednesday and the market selling off, or Tuesday, and then the market selling off the, the next day. Uh, and uh, But you know what? In the, in the back of my mind, I thought the odds pretty much favored uh, NVIDIA beating uh, but still, it, it was not a good day to buy or sell yesterday. I wanted to buy some more super micro. Computer. No, I, I was gonna. I was gonna note, uh, you know, your note that came out in terms of super micro. Yeah. You know, you can tell that, uh, you know, in terms of you know conviction, right? It was, you yeah. know, we knew it was going to depend on an earnings number, and you just never know how the market is going um, going to to react to. Uh, the numbers that come in, and uh, you know, I think the biggest move was the fact that on a go forward, you always talk about the market being forward looking, and the uh, question is how long, right, can this um, advantage, right, that uh, that Nvidia has in this uh, AI chip market last, and you know, their, uh, you know, in terms of forward guidance and. Uh, some of the commentary reading through the tra- uh, earnings transcript is you know, for, for for a while. <laughs> I was uh, I was in the beat and raise camp, along with Wedbush Securities and a few others, Rosenblatt, etc. Uh, that's what I thought would happen, uh, and it did. Uh, and I revisited Super Microcomputer. You know that thing got to a thousand. Well, now Super Micro is very much tied to the AI and Nvidia. Uh, and chat GPT and uh, all yeah, this on the artificial server intelligence. Right. I, I, I just looked at my numbers again yesterday because it's come down to 750 or so. It's had a huge correction. And I said, you know what? This thing looks even better than, than it did a few weeks ago, especially at this level. But then I thought in the back of my mind, yeah, that NVIDIA sitting out there. So let, let's wait and see what NVIDIA does. Well, Super Microcomputer is up like 16% today. I should have went ahead and did it. And that's I on didn't. that data center revenue. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You, you, NVIDIA, you look up, you know, their uh, their data center revenue is up 27%, you know, quarter over quarter and up 409% oh, year God. over year. It's just and you can't just show up with just the chips, right? There's other parts of the of the data center that needs to be, uh, you know, also constructed. And that's right. Super Micro is in there. Yep. And then you got Arista Networks in there too, yep. and other companies. Uh, you know, Nvidia's gross margins uh, are seventy-seven percent. Seventy-seven percent. 
uh, and uh, they're calling the earnings report. Now, I, I, I said last time that uh, when when NVIDIA reported, it was the er- best earnings report I ever saw during my 25 years as a professional money manager. Guess what? This one was just as good. Their uh, sales were up 265%. That's almost a quadruple, okay? Uh, and their earnings were up 486%. Here's their last three quarters. You talk about a jet uh, taking off of, let's say, uh, an aircraft carrier, a fighter jet. I've, I've watched this, you know, uh, coming from San Diego, uh, growing up in San Diego all my life, and those jets put in the afterburners. They go almost straight up. It's really quite a sight to see. Uh, NVIDIA, uh, this is their third quarter in a row. Of triple digit sales growth and triple digit earnings growth. Now, normally when you see triple digit growth, uh, you're looking at 103%, 105%. No, listen to their last three quarters. This is earnings, okay? This is the bottom line earnings up 429%, up 593%, up 486%. I don't believe I've ever seen three quarters in a row uh, like that. Uh, and how big is it? Well, consider that they've passed Amazon in market cap. Uh, they've passed Google in market cap. And they've got uh, Apple and uh, only two stocks above them are yeah. Apple and uh, Microsoft. And, and, Microsoft uh, and they blew past Tesla, I mean, a long time ago. So... And they're what? partnering heavily with Microsoft. So, <laughs> so now Jensen Wang is the new, uh, you know, superstar in the in the industry. Uh, a game changing moment. We're going to see a lot of black leather called. jackets. I think. Yeah. Know, right. Yeah. You used you know, to have the turtleneck, right? You used to have the turtleneck with, uh, um, you know, with with, uh, with with Jobs, and now uh, yeah, he's got the uh, usually has the <laughs> the black leather jacket. <laughs> So. I've got to look a little bit more into his background. Of course, everybody knew Steve Jobs' background and Gates' background, etc. Jensen Wang is the new superstar uh, on the street, going from what Nintendo games with their uh, graphics chips. Yep, and, and uh, uh, Xbox and all the uh, yeah the graphics card, and then now gaming is just a uh, just a piece of the a small, small piece, piece of the puzzle. Well, when we come back, I just want to look a little bit at this AI revolution. Can one stock hold up the entire market, however? Uh, That's a little scary. We'll be right back. Back here to the uh, second quarter of today's best stocks. Now, Shaw, I was just looking at the uh, the tentacles spreading out from Nvidia today. Uh, you know, one of our other largest positions is ASML Holding out of the Netherlands. You need very high tech equipment to make those 
high-tech semiconductors. ASM is hitting uh, an all-time high today. It's now a $377 billion company, uh, a 31% grower over the last uh, several years. Uh, And uh, also I'm seeing the tentacles reach out to AMD, obviously, which wants a piece of that AI Up over 9%. Yeah. Yes, it's at 180 and threatening to break out to uh, an all-time high. 180 is about uh, its high uh, closing mark, so it's very close to an all-time high. Uh, they are still struggling to uh, come up with an AI chip of their own and take some of that market share away. Uh, and I was also looking at our Broadcom today. You'd think we don't all chip stocks, but no, that's not true. Uh, we own a... Lily and Novo Nordisk and other stocks and other industries that uh, tend to be kind of disruptors. Instead of the Kimberly Clarks and the Procter and Gambles and the Cloroxes of the world, which uh, are non-growth companies uh, these days uh, and probably not going much of anywhere in the future, Broadcom is up uh, $71 per share. That's another one of our uh, big holdings. Yeah, I would, oh. I would encourage folks to you know kind of read through the tra- you know, the transcript, uh, the Nvidia earnings call transcript, and just you know look through and pick out you know the the big company names that you see that are their customers. I mean, yeah, you know, referencing you know basically in five paragraphs referencing Microsoft, Meta, <laughs> and uh, ServiceNow, well, Google. I mean, it's you know yeah, it's, the that's spending all in five paragraphs. So. These companies are throwing billions of dollars at artificial intelligence. Their results stunned even the most impassioned bulls on Wall Street and firmly solidified the GPU giant as the poster boy for generative. Now, generative is human-like artificial intelligence, an area where spending seemingly has no limit. Uh, looking to the first quarter of uh, their next, they're, now they're looking for $24 billion in their next quarter. Uh, analysts are raising that much higher. Uh, their gross margins of 77%. Uh, uh, accelerated computing and generative AI have hit the tipping point, Wang said in a statement. Demand is surging worldwide across companies, industries, and nations. But you can own Kimberly Clark stock if you want, or Coca Cola, or Home Depot which at one time were innovative stocks. But, you know, if you have 2 or 3% growth in earnings, what can you in- expect uh, in the way of a capital appreciation? Stocks follow earnings, uh, not only in individual stocks, but they follow earnings of the S&P 500. Generative AI is a new application, the 61-year-old Wang said, uh, it is able, enabling a new way to create software. It's a new way of computing. This is enabling a whole new industry. This is driving our growth. Well, okay, you got to be a little careful, too, with the generative AI. Uh, that, uh, you know, I've had experiences where my... Uh, my 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 directions in my car were telling me to go a certain way, turn here, and I knew it was wrong. I override it with human intelligence. Right. <laughs> my app, Best Stocks Now app, which is the only app out there, the, the only uh, uh, 
uh, what do you call it, uh, it's the only quant system that is one half built on valuation. The other half is momentum. Uh, most quant systems are built on momentum only. And I have found that to be a very powerful combination in helping me, uh, you know, separate the wheat, uh, separate, find those nuggets out there, uh, like the NVIDIAs, like the Broadcoms, like the ASM lithographies, like the uh, Deckers Outdoors, etc., etc., etc. Now, uh, having said that, like I say, a lot can go wrong with this artificial intelligence. It's a little scary. You know, I just go back, <clears throat> growing up in San Diego, <clears throat> the, 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 the fishing boats down there, the, uh, you know, they carry maybe 40, 50 people out to the tuna grounds, which are about 60, 70 miles offshore. There's been many cases of uh, a, a captain putting the boat into autopilot, right? Uh, and he was a few degrees off, or he went to sleep, or whatever. He put in the wrong settings. <laughs> yeah. uh, one time, uh, one of these boats with 60 people crashed into the Coronado Islands, which are about six miles offshore uh, of San Diego. And, and they leave at night, okay? They leave at 10 o'clock at night because they go 10 miles per hour. And if you're going to go out 60 miles, that's six hours, sometimes 10 hours to go out 100 miles. They crashed into the Coronado Islands at uh, 2 in the morning and, all 60 people were in the water, in the cold water of the Pacific Ocean and had to be rescued. There's been more than one case of, of autopilot, right, uh, being disastrous. So anyways, I mean, there there's a lot to think about with this AI. All right, so let's take a look. We, we did, we told you what our target price is uh, yesterday. And, uh, you know, so 1,200, something like that. Now, that's based... I'm going to revisit it. We'll see where the earnings estimates settle in uh, after this big quarter. But, you know, we basically take the earnings estimates, the consensus earnings estimates that are out there on the street, uh, and uh, what we think the growth rate will be over the next five years and extrapolate those earnings out. And then we apply a multiple that we think is appropriate uh, for a stock in that industry. There's a lot of things that affect the multiple. Are they the leader in their industry? Are they the laggard in their industry? They're obviously the leader. The growth rate has a lot to do with the multiple. You're going to pay a lot more for a fast-growing company. Just compare the P.E. ratio of uh, you know, a Home Depot versus NVIDIA. Why are you paying so much more? Because you're factoring in a growth rate uh, that uh, is uh, it, it, that <laughs> is very valuable to find growth companies. You know they're they're not easy to find, and when you find them, and they don't always remain on top. Okay, the growth companies uh, come and go over time. Uh, you saw uh, CVS, uh, no Walgreens, uh, being replaced by uh, Amazon uh, in the Dow. It's a little late. They should have done it a couple years ago. <laughs> right. But that's why I call the whole thing best stocks now. You know that the, there's a they go through cycles. Sometimes it's a five six year cycle. Well, when you got to contend, I think the other benefit is the, the fact that the app's continuously valuing the company. For example, when uh, you know when you wrote uh, wrote yes. up uh, Nvidia at the end of end of August, uh, you know our target price on uh, on Nvidia was uh, around eight hundred and seventy eight seventy one to yeah, be exact. Yeah, seven seventy uh, now. Yeah. But 
But along the way, the target price went up to twelve hundred. Well. Why? Yeah, exactly. Because the input, the numbers, the growth rate, and the earnings estimates, and sometimes you get multiple expansion, which we've all we which we've seen in Nvidia. Uh, over the last uh, year or so. Okay, when we come back, we'll talk about some other stocks other than NVIDIA. Okay, there are other stocks out there. This is the Best Stocks Now show. This is Bill Gunderson. Thank you for tuning in to today's Best Stocks Now, Best Inverse Funds Now show. I put several hours of research in during the wee hours of the morning each day to bring you the very best cutting-edge stories that I can. To get two free weeks of my newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. To talk to us about our fee-based only money management services, call us at 855-611-BEST. Now, back to the second half of the show. To the uh, second half of today on a big day uh, in the uh, market, we are up 3.41% today overall, Barry. And I would just say from a dollar standpoint, that's, a, that's, that's a my biggest, big I, I won't yeah. mention the dollar amount, but it's sizable <laughs> that we are up today. That Today's the biggest day of my career since uh, I got into the business back in 1998, 1999, somewhere in there. Uh, so anyways, uh, we're hitting a new all-time high today at Gunderson Capital. Uh, our assets under management and uh, our assets under management are going up considerably here today on uh, our on the stocks that we own, uh, which we call best stocks now. All right, now, okay, let's take a look at other stocks. Oh, gosh, we got to go to the other side of the street to the slow growers, right? <laughs> Well, I, I was trying to figure out how AI is helping Elf. I <laughs> Elf know. was going off. <laughs> I just sent a text to my wife uh, <laughs> with a picture of uh, you know how much uh, we're up today overall from a dollar standpoint, and uh, I'm getting uh, uh, AT and T is down today. <laughs> now AT and T over the last five years has been going backwards, minus ten percent. Per year, that's what their earnings have been doing. Okay, look at their last four quarters. We just went through Jensen, Wang's, and Vidi. Now there was a time when AT and T owned the long distance market. That was a long time ago. AT and T's last four quarters uh, of earnings uh, are negative one, negative one, uh, zero, and plus one. It's a non-growth company. Okay, so you're not. Where are you going to get capital appreciation from yet? Barry. And they're having sell outages okay. all over the country today, too. Yes. So. Now, when somebody transfers an account to me from most any other firm, especially the big wirehouses, almost always I see AT&T in that account. And I'm thinking, these guys are totally asleep at the wheel. How can you continue to own? Why would you take market risk on a non-growth company? Well, I'm in it for the 6.8% dividend. Yeah, but the stock continues to go lower. It's now in the $16 per share area. It was once at uh, 32. It's lost half of its value. That has wiped out your dividend. Why? I'll just say it one more time. Why? 
I would affirm on Wall Street put clients into AT&T, symbol T, in today's world. All right, AT&T is having a major outage today. Uh, I can't text my wife. Uh, I hope I don't fall and can't get up or anything, you know, today. I'm just kidding. But uh, anyways, their their system is down. Uh, not everybody. I mean, I'm getting plenty. I'm getting uh, two bars today, but I can't send her a text. That is a big uh, news item. Okay, uh, uh, S&P boosts their forecast for GDP growth for the U.S. today to 2.4% this year, 2.4%. You know, I hear a lot of critics of the uh, the soft landing scenario saying, oh, there's no way, it's never been done before, blah, 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 blah. We're still in the soft landing camp. Uh, you know, inflation is going away, and we're looking for 2.4% GDP growth. Isn't that the very definition of a soft landing, Barry? You're, you're the chartered financial analyst here. Yeah, I mean, and the PMIs continue to be, uh, you know, uh, relatively, uh, you know, positive. I mean, there's certainly parts of the world that have, uh, besides the U.S., right, that have uh, certainly been in a, a bit more of a, uh, a contraction, but still above that 50, um, you know, kind of 50 uh, level in terms of expansion and, uh, you know, doing all this with, you know, interest rates or, or Fed funds rate, right, that they uh, – you know, at a high that we haven't seen since early in, I uh, believe, in the 2000s. Yeah, 4.25%. So anyways, yeah. okay, now, valuation really matters. I remember when the Japan Nikkei was trading at like 100 times earnings. You know, that was 34 years ago. It's taken 34 years for the Nikkei to finally get back and hit a new all-time high. It was the most overvalued market of all time now we had that crash in the uh, nasdaq in the year 2000 2001 and it took 15 years for the nasdaq to get back to 5000 that's how ahead of itself that the nasdaq was in 2000 2001 we're not in that level today but we are at almost 21 times 20.5 times forward earnings so we do have to be worried here uh, about the, uh, the 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 forward PE ratio of the market. Okay, you're dying to get into the EV car business. Well, okay, think twice. Number one, uh, you know Tesla's the second worst performing stock in the Nasdaq this year. It's down twenty two point two percent. I saw the handwriting on the wall in Tesla. I don't know two months ago, and just all of a sudden up sold it i didn't like the way it was trading i didn't like the the sentiment that was turning sour on it sour, turning sour against him elon musk etc rivian sheds 14 percent as investors lose faith that it is the tesla alternative ev play now we recently had a client transfer in a, 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 an account and that's the first thing i do is i go through their holdings all right uh, and uh, trim, I get rid. I I'm a gardener, right? By heart, I love gardening, and and uh, you know I'm out there weeding my garden. Uh, in between, uh, I look at about two or three hundred charts, and then I go uh, get a few more weeds, get the dirt ready. My little plants are about ready to transplant, etc. 
Rivian, and, and I, I, we sold his Rivian, right? I didn't want to. He had a pretty big position. I said, you know, maybe his son works there. I don't know. I don't want to. Sometimes they have a sentimental. I said, can I please sell your Rivian? It is down, when we did, it's down 27% today. Yeah, and it was down, and it had a, had a rough day yesterday. Um, it could be terminal. Yeah. This it's is a, a tough business. Well, the, the the interesting thing is, so the the amount of cars that they expect to deliver and sell, and in, in you know this year, I believe, is going to come in just under just under the number that they sold last year. So, in Way other words, you know, you've got basically zero growth in a company that you're expecting growth. That's in. not making money, and it's not right. making money. So now you're yeah. burning your cash. Well, in the cash burn rate, I, th- I want to say they've lost, I want to say around, uh, well, I saw the number yesterday, it was around $9 billion maybe over the last two years, I think, oh, uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of well, uh, your okay. spend. And Rivian, it's expensive. It's a, bad, it's a tough business. Rivian was $180 a share in 2021, $180 down to 11 Now, that's some money that was just toasted, toasted. Now, wait a minute. Lucid is now... A $3 stock. It was 64 down to 3 It's down 20% today. The fervor for the electric vehicle has, has really, really died down considerably. Number one, you're paying a lot more for an electric vehicle. Number two, the, the network is not there. The infrastructure is not there. Number three... Uh, you know, I, I guess I got a wake-up call when I changed the tire on our all-electric SUV and how heavy that car is. I couldn't even believe it. To change it, the tire itself must have weighed 2,000. No, it wasn't that heavy, but it was heavy. I could have used a forklift. Uh, you know, you can't do it with a standard <laughs> jack. Are you kidding me, pumping? I had to use a floor jack. Floor okay. jack. <laughs> okay, next story, super microcomputer. You saw how much uh, 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 their their Nvidia's uh, what server is going to double over the next year. Super microcomputer makes these servers, and I looked at it yesterday and I said, "Wow, this thing looks really good here." And I I chickened out because and it uh, pulled back pretty significantly from that hundred thousand number. I mean, from one thousand, it was down in the seven hundreds at one point. So. It's it's up. 19.3% on four times normal volume. But the story here is they're going to do a, a, a notes offering, which we'll look into, obviously. Yeah, uh, it's a convertible our, note. Yeah, oh, I don't like morning. convertibles. Yeah, because okay, it ends nah. up trading. The problem with a convertible note is it ends up you know, yeah. it ends up trading a lot of times, right? It will end up trading and looking like the stock. A lot of times you might exactly. as well just own the stock. So. All right, so now we'll just talk about a few uh, uh, non-best stocks now here. Chenier Energy reports, that was a hot one uh, when they blew up the Russian pipeline, and Chenier is a big uh, exporter of LNG. Uh, That stock, you know, natural gas prices have just absolutely been pummeled, uh, and uh, it's not a very good stock anymore. The gold stocks are going nowhere. Newmont Mining today. Very uh, sour report. Dr. Pepper's a slow grower, uh, even though they own Keurig. It's going nowhere today. These are the worst stocks now. Wayfair, which has never made any money, hardly at all. Uh, It's also having a very dull day. 
And last but not least, Moderna, which was in the right place at the right time, but this not is Bill anymore. Back here to the uh, final segment of today's Best Stocks Now show. Uh, well, you know what? Let's just take a look and see who is tagging along uh, and riding uh, NVIDIA's coattails here today. I think we can look at the uh, S&P 500 and be able to tell pretty quickly. NVIDIA is the biggest winner in the S&P 500 today. It's up 14.5% today. That's a big move. I mean, what does that do to the market cap? 1.9 trillion. 1.9 trillion. Let's just take a look and see where Apple is these days. 2.8. It has a way to go to catch up to Apple. Uh, and Microsoft, uh, their uh, market cap is 3 trillion. But, uh, you know, they've now passed Amazon. Let's see if they're still ahead of Amazon. Yeah, Amazon's 1.8. Uh, so their number three now uh, is NVIDIA. Now, what is it dragging along with it? Well, obviously, AMD. AMD is the second biggest winner in uh, the S&P 500 today. They have uh ambitions of their own uh in uh, in, in ai artificial intelligence and up 10 percent um you know big so move the, for yeah. uh, uh amd they're the second biggest winner in the s p 500 today uh and then of course you have synopsis reported earnings synopsis is kind of on the outskirts of town a little bit but having said that i mean yeah they're hitting a new high today they provide semiconductor design, verification platforms, and integrated circuit manufacturing software products. And they're referenced. They're referenced in the uh, in the transcript as well. Um, their names in there uh, in terms of uh, Nvidia's earnings transcript. ServiceNow, another stock that's up uh, over four and a half percent today. They're referenced in the in uh, in the earnings call as well. Yeah, if you're mentioned in the earnings call with <laughs> right. Nvidia, you're having a good day today. Uh, and uh, so that's. Uh, those are a few stocks that I mentioned. Broadcom, which uh, is riding along nicely uh, with uh, the uh, the Nvidia call, and then of course ASM Lithography. I, I would just say that in today's world, uh, it seems like there's no hotter sector uh, than the semiconductor sector. You know, software is probably number two. Uh, it's not electric vehicles. It's not uh, solar. Uh, they had their moment in the sun and in the wind, and they really didn't pan out all that well. Uh, and now you've got, uh, you know, the, the chip sector really driving a lot of different things out there. Uh, LAM Research is having a good day. That's another one of our holdings. But you don't, look, you don't want to own 100% uh, semiconductor stocks. Uh, and there's several ETFs. I think Sox, S-O-X-S. Uh, there's several ETFs that own that sector, not Sox. That's that's that is the uh, opposite. You don't want to be opposite. <laughs> right. That's the inverse semiconductor. 
DoorDash is looking great today too. I don't know. DoorDash sure is having a one. good day. So you know, we don't own one. Barry mentioned a few other stocks. Of course, we've been riding the uh, the weight loss craze. We think those are going to both be trillion dollar companies someday. Uh, and uh, you know, DoorDash, believe it or not, is a is kind of a a, a disruptor in the industry. I really didn't think much of it at first. At all. I mean, how much can you make delivering a bag of uh, uh, nachos from Taco Bell? Uh, but you know what? Look, I mean, people are using it. I think, uh, uh, I think for sure, uh, COVID changed the world in a big way. In younger a folks big way. use it. Younger folks use it. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're you know, too lazy. <laughs> I mean, they're you know, they're used to. Uh, you know, I'll have things come to my door every once in a while, and you know, the seventeen-year-old's like, "Oh yeah, I ordered uh, Jimmy yeah. you know, Jimmy John's or I you know, mean, or whatever." Right? They take <laughs> a they can't take a break from playing video games. They gotta order their Chipotle and have it delivered to the door. Maybe yeah. they can have couch delivery too, no, right? to the couch. Yeah, right. tell them, hey, order order me something next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Did anybody so. ask Dad if he wants anything? <laughs> no. Okay. That's kids nowadays. Anyways, the world has changed a lot uh, in my lifetime. Gosh, I mean, big time. I remember, uh, you know, when McDonald's, uh, I was actually born in Burbank, California, Glendale, Glendale, but my family lived in Burbank, and my father was a scoutmaster. And the first McDonald's came to Burbank, and they gave him uh, a big box of coupons for a free cheeseburger uh, on French fries at McDonald's, and 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 his scouts got paid his scout troop. It was a fundraiser, handing out these coupons, uh, and so we we had free. They were nineteen cents back then, and they really only had three things on the menu, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, other than the drinks, they had a hamburger, a cheeseburger, and French fries. There was no Big Mac. Uh, there was no quarter pounder with cheese. No, it was three things. And then I was in uh, in San Diego. We had one of the very first Taco Bells. Taco Bell came really out of kind of the Irvine area. Uh, there was a guy, his last name was Bell, and he created Taco Bell. They never had very good food. <laughs> I didn't know that the last no. name was Bell. That That's was where the Bell name. came from. Yeah, okay. I, I right. know. I always thought it had something to do with Mexican heritage and whatnot in the churches. <laughs> But no, his name was Bell, and uh, you know the the items. I used to go there with my buddy, who helped me develop the best stocks. Now I have nineteen cents. They had four things on the menu: a tostada, a taco, and a burrito. Oh no, they had and they had a, a, you could get a little thing of frijoles. They made fresh pinto beans every day, and those were the four things on the menu. Take your pick: nineteen cents each. Now it's a big Yum brand, uh, one of Yum brand in the Yum brand portfolio. Well, this has been a fun day. I knew when I saw that report last night after the close of the market, I said, wow, tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun. But you know what? It's blown up since then. And I warned, uh, uh, I, the last message I sent out yesterday, I said, if they beat, the market's going to explode to the upside. And that that was the scenario in my head. Uh, that I thought would happen, and it happened. So, anyways, here we are. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, th- this is pretty much the end of earnings season now. I'll have an update for you in the newsletter that comes out every, the, the 76-page newsletter that comes out every Saturday that I write every week, which is my internal research. 
that I share with you. You can get two free weeks at GundersonCapital.com. But more importantly, why don't you put us to work for you? Have us look at your IRAs, your rollovers, uh, whatever the case may be. Give us a call. Set up an appointment with us. 855-611-BEST. 855-611-BEST. Have a great day, everybody. This show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Charles Schwab. Schwab is a member of SIPC and FINRA.